Welcome to the Dandemonium Podcast. This will be episode 47. Thank everybody. I thank everybody for tuning in. So I really appreciate that. Thanks for coming back to check me out on this this Dandemonium Podcast venture that we have going on here. It's not me. And when I say we, it's like us. You know, it's like this is a, a venture and a personal project of growth and uh you know, but other people to join in and listen listen in is uh, always a good thing. I wouldn't be here without you guys. Keep this thing alive. Let's keep this thing growing and uh, see where it goes, folks. So it's been one week. I tried to put down one episode, which would have been episode 46 and a half, and uh, recording more detail about my weekend. Uh, not very eventful, but I start talking a little bit more about the fair. I get into a little bit more details. I thought it was funny. And by the end of it, 15 to 17 minutes, 18 minutes, I get lost in time. Uh, I don't know what, uh, by the time I checked, I realized I wasn't recording. So I was just talking to myself and it was a good practice run, but I'm going to keep on moving because uh, no time to dilly dally. I got thoughts and things become stale and it, I want it to be organic, so I, f- I almost feel like it would be rehearsed if I try to put down the same podcast. The same podcast twice? I'm not doing that. So I chalked it up as experience, and this is episode 47. Uh, just, you know, other than a busy week, I took some time yesterday. I didn't do a goddamn thing. But today, anytime I take one day to just not do anything, relax, recharge those batteries like everybody should, then I have to take the next day and be slightly productive, at least just a little bit. So I got two loads of wash done. I'm washing dishes that's been left over for a week. I got, um, I mowed the lawn. Well, I was mowing the lawn, so... I've real. I listened to several podcasts throughout the week. One of them is Rogan, Tim Dillon, uh, various podcasts. Uh, every day I'm listening to Tim Pool, Timcast IRL, and on Sundays when I'm mowing the lawn, I have found that I know I'm gonna laugh when I listen to Theo Vaughn. So Theo Vaughn had his latest episode, which was released uh, maybe four or five days ago. It's episode 410, and the guest is Caleb Presley. And he is an employee of Barstool, uh, what is it, Barstool uh, Sportsbook. And I don't know exactly what he does there, but those two, Theo Vaughn's just a cool dude, down to earth. Those two personalities, and usually he like clicks with all personalities because he's just a cool guy. But anyways, long story short, I was mowing the lawn. And as I'm mowing the lawn, I'm like, I don't even own a dog. And as I keep mowing and making these passes throughout the backyard, I'm like, where did that turd come from? Huh? And then I do another pass or two, and I'm like, what the fuck? There's another turd. Now, I don't own any dogs. Either I own a ghost dog, or I got critters just taking it upon themselves to take a nice hearty shit in my backyard there's raccoons in the area i'm sure it's them those delinquents they typically stay across the street under a deck i know all my neighbors and shit i know what goes on 
Anytime I have the garage door halfway open, there's this little chipmunk that comes in. He looks all confused. Ever so, You ever just, like, watch chipmunks move? It's like they're on meth. Very skittish. <laughs> Moving around. They don't know what direction to go. Like, they're high on meth. Those little meth rats. And, uh, but I think it's raccoons that has taken a dumps in my yard. And, uh, the more passes that I do, like, I, I'm on a quarter acre. It's not a huge property. But I must have seen, like, I felt like I saw, like, 30, 40 turds as I was... Uh, I'm just trying to avoid them, like landmines in my yard, you know? Little pins sticking out of the ground. Like, if I step on that shit, I'm going to blow up or something. These little things. That ghost dog that I own, I got to do something about that or just, you know, clean up a little bit more frequently because now I know that I own a ghost dog. Anyways, I'm mowing the lawn. And then afterwards, so I, I, I'm mowing the lawn. I'm listening to Theo Vaughn podcast number 410. Again, Caleb Presley is good at entertaining, and it gets me through. I always laugh at several parts throughout the episode. And and then afterwards, like, I'm doing some edging, and I'm like, okay, I, as much as I didn't want to, I got to pick up these ghost dog turds, right? So then I take a bag, I take a little shovel, I'm walking around the yard, and I feel like I only, I feel like I saw 30 or 40, maybe because I kept doing passes and seeing the same turd. Uh, but I picked up maybe a pound, pound and a half. Now, I didn't weigh this shit, okay? So I don't know precisely how much raccoon turds I picked up. But I picked up raccoon turds. And it was like a good pound, pound and a half. And like, I don't want to throw that shit in the garbage in my garage. And then it would be stinking up my garbage. So I got it outside in a bag. A little shovel. And uh, yeah, that's the trials and tribulations of owning a home and a ghost dog you get responsibilities that you didn't know that you had and that was today well i saw him last time and i was like i was too lazy i'm just like sometimes i i just want to do what i want to do you know what i mean and sometimes when it's like no i i have to do this this is more that i have to do then i start getting frustrated a little annoyed because then my list in my head just keeps getting Longer and longer, there's more to check off all the time. It's like a never-ending compiling list of bullshit that you just have to take care of. It's called responsibility, folks. So today, I finally decided that I am going to take care of the ghost dog poopies in my backyard and pick this shit up as much as I can. And I'm walking around. I, I swear I saw 40 landmines. And then when I actually walk around and I'm scanning the yard pretty good. I get the bag, the shovel, and I feel like I picked up maybe seven or eight of them and I didn't get half of them, but uh, some were like little piles of like, it's like deceptive poop. Now I'm thinking faster than I'm talking, so bear with me here, but it's like deceptive, jeez. Deceptive poop, but it's not poop. It's like little ants or things burrowing in the yard. And I, there was a few little piles that I thought, half of them were piles that I thought were poop piles. And then it's like little mounds of like dirt. I'm moving the shit around. I know it's not poop, but I'm like, it's deceiving. Anyways, that's a pound and a pound and a half. That's enough about the raccoon poop, okay? The raccoon poop, a.k.a. my ghost dog poopies. Um, so I'm done 
taking care of my response most of my responsibilities i'm listening to theo vaughn i'm washing dishes this is after after cutting the yard scooping up the poopies and whatnots uh and uh caleb presley so he explains the story and i thought it was synapsis right but the proper word is synopsis and that is a short summary of a book a novel uh an idea an outline of what he had said so this is my rendition of his story and it does deal with a dog right not a ghost dog so really quickly he if I butcher this, you just have to go check out Theo Vaughn, episode 410 with Caleb Presley. Uh, Theo Vaughn is, uh, well, they both have hats on in this episode, but Theo Vaughn is just a hilarious comedian. Anywho, Caleb starts telling this story about he's supposed to be watching his friend's dog at his friend's house. And he's out in the backyard just swimming in the pool, having a good old time. All of a sudden, he hears a little bit of, you know, commotion between dogs. So he jumps out of the pool. He runs to the front across the street and sees the pit bull that he was supposed to be watching is then now biting on the neck of this, like, poodle doodle or some shit. And, uh, like, this old lady is just her dogs being attacked. There's a pit bull. Uh, not to say that all pit bulls are bad. I'm not trying to put a, a, a admonishing mark on the pit bull breeds but this just happened to be a pit bull and he attacked the other dog so this dog is going after it and the whole thing which i can relate to so caleb then says when he ran out there he saw this commotion he had to grab this pit bull and he managed to like grab it pick it up and like get it away from the dog well, as soon as the dog, uh, as soon as he got the dog away, as he was getting the dog away, like this little poodle doodle snaps at his, his hand. And like time is a funny thing and how we perceive time. He said it, it felt like it was 30 seconds, but in reality, it was probably just one minute. The little poodle doodle snaps up on his arm. Uh, he said it felt like he wouldn't let go, but it was released because the poodle doodle didn't know what the hell was going on. It was being attacked. So it's on defense mode. It's like, oh, no, you didn't. And it's doing whatever it can. It's like fight or flight. And when you're in that situation, you might have to just fight. So this little poodle doodle is trying to fight this guy's arm, gets the thing off. He gets to the hospital. Everything's taken care of. And um, so that was like a dog fight. And I was like, holy shit. Like, he is one person of very few that can actually uh, uh, relate to the experience of, like, trying to break up two dogs. So there was more to the story, but by the end of it, he says, now, if I see two dogs fighting, I'm just going to let, it's, it's like nature. Just let it take its course. Let it do what it's going to do. Because there's, if there's one thing you don't want to do, it's getting between two aggressive dogs, or at least one highly aggressive dog, and then, you know, another dog. And they got, they got jaws like, like it's like little land sharks, you know. And they're not swimming around; they're on four legs. This thing can outrun you, probably chase you down, and just grip those like, grip that that force of the jaws and uh, really do some hurting on you. So if there's one thing that you don't want to do, it's get in between two dogs, and that's one thing that I had also decided the one and only time I had to break up two dogs. 
So this is a really quick synopsis of two dogs and my story of the two dogs that I had. Again, these aren't ghost dogs. These are real dogs. One of the dogs is a black lab, a husky, shorter black lab. I want to say about 80 to 90 pounds. And then we had this other dog that was a black lab mix of some sort. And it was a little bit taller, maybe a little bit leaner, not as stocky, but it was still like it had to be 80 to 90 pounds. Maybe they were both, I would say, about 90 pounds plus minus. And these dogs, towards the end of their life, they really started to not get along so well. So we had to keep them in separate crates. It really wasn't a good situation. It's, uh, but it is what it is. And, you know, you look back and, like, I felt so bad for those dogs just having to be in crates. So, but, but they just didn't get along. So nobody else was home. I'm living at my parents at the time. This is, you know, 15 years ago plus. Um, and, uh, you know, so I let the dogs out. The dogs are, like, eh, rah, rah. all right, I got to let them out. They got to go out. I let them both out separately for a little bit. And uh, and then I feel like I, I just locked them back up in their crates. I go to take a shower, right? I'm taking a shower, getting all clean, washing my balls, and then... All of a sudden, like, like I literally just get out of the shower. I don't think I was even out of the shower. My memory might be not serving me correctly on this because I don't think I was even out of the shower at this time, and I heard some commotion. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? I hear commotion. There's running around the house. Like, it was loud. It was like I didn't know what the hell was going on. And apparently I didn't lock the, the crates up very well or no 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 I go to let the one dog back in the house okay yeah I locked the one up separately I'm letting him out separately I locked the one up separately and uh first let him out put him back in the crate I thought I had locked that crate good right I let the other dog out okay and then I let the other dog back in and um when the other dog came back in, I didn't lock the crate well enough, and the other dog broke out. I don't know why the hell I was naked, but it was like shower time. Like, I had to be done with the shower, but I'm like, okay, I'm just going to run out there. Nobody's home. I'm going to just, like, let the dog back in, and maybe it was barking. I don't know. This was like a long time ago. So the one dog gets loose from its crate. He's chasing the other dog that I just let back in the house. They get into a brawl. This is like kitchen, living room, right in between the two. There's open space. And um, one attacks the other. They start biting each other. They start... They're rolling around wrestling. I don't know. These, these dogs can tear me apart. Okay? This is not a good scenario. I'm the only one home. I don't know what the fuck to do. These dogs are wrestling, tumbling down the hallway, and the closest thing that I had to me, because I was, I, I was frantic, I'm like, do I get in the middle? No, that's not a good idea. Do I, uh, what the hell do I do? So I look over to my right, I see a vacuum cleaner. I pick up the vacuum cleaner, and literally, I, I hurled it over my shoulder at the dogs. I didn't want to hurt the dogs, but I didn't want to get in the middle of the situation. Man, that was so scary. This is like the first time that I've ever, I don't know, how, 
I've only told this story maybe once or twice. So you guys are getting in on some old school experience of craziness. You know, I could have sat on the sidelines and just started making bets. Again, nobody's around. What do, you know, I'm not going to make any money otherwise against myself. So it was just a bad scene. And finally, they they come across like one gets loose or something and um, kind of goes more towards the living room and in between the kitchen. And then um, and then they're still scuffling. They're they're like they're literally like on each other. You know how chaotic that is? It's insane. And finally, I was I was just like hitting them, trying to separate those two. I didn't know what the hell to do. And I, I actually grabbed the one. I, I wasn't really like hitting them and like I just wanted to break up. So the one that wasn't as aggressive, like I got the other one that was being the aggressor and I got my, my arm around its neck and I seriously like I was holding the thing back and it thankfully didn't attack me, but it was like, okay, all right. So that led up. I'm like, and then it freed the, the dog that I had up from the other dog and I was yelling at the other dog get in your crate get in your crate as I got this one dog in the headlock (sighs) finally the other dog kind of like stepped back stepped away started going towards its crate a little bit more and the same dog I just carried this thing I didn't carry it like physically carried it but by the neck I guided it to its crate got it in its crate and then went down the hallway and thankfully got the other one in its crate now, there was no major damage, thank God, but there was blood that was drawn, and it wasn't my—maybe I had a little scuffles getting in the scraps with the dogs, but that was so fucking intense. So I decided at that point, after being in a, uh, the middle of a scuffle of a dog fight, like how dangerous that was and how wrong that could have went, like if there's one thing that you don't want to do is get in the middle— of a dog fight. These dogs could have tore my fucking ass up, but thankfully, at least they respected me enough to just, uh, you know, they had their own issues, and it, it was between them, and uh, they were still good to me. They never, never, uh, as far as I can remember anyways, never turned on me. Ah, um, oh, man, that was, it was so sad, those dogs. Animals are... are they're so they can be so primal sometimes. And it was partly because probably they felt like constrained. There's like pent up energy, just having to be in crates, and uh, it's just sad. It's just sad. Though both of those dogs have passed since, uh, so I could talk about them freely. There's going to be no charges brought up from one to the other or nothing like that. Um, but it was uh, it was one of the most. And my heart was pounding. And I was kind of just out of the shower. I was like, I wrestled these dogs naked. Like my dong is hanging out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like stop this dog fight. Why would I try and put the dog back in the crate just naked? I mean, I I knew I felt like there was no problems. I didn't feel like I had you know, purposely left that crate half closed, not fully closed, closed, and I was not fully closed either. It's pretty crazy. And and then like I threw the vacuum at the goddamn dog. Man, it really, like really didn't hit him. It like bounced off. Maybe it helped 
to break it up for a second and then it worked down the hallway and that's where I got the dog under the just around the neck and like like submitted a little bit I was gonna choke them both out the only thing next is to like grab a chick a kitchen knife or something chicken knife dude I am so bad like my brain is trying to work faster than my language but I'm tired man it's mowing the lawn washing dishes so anyways, I think that's my story. I got a lot of stories from the past, like the four or five times I almost died. I got the dog fight story, which now I kind of kind of had that, uh, kind of just told that story. You know, the and also other animal-related news, you know, the joys of having, like, real good companionship just with animals. It's like a living thing. You know, I've lived by myself for a lot of my years. And if there's one thing, cats cats are the coolest in my eyes. Dogs are very cool, too. And there's just a different dynamic. But I like the, the low-maintenance, low-energy. The cats, like, they'll be sleeping on the top of a couch, you know, couch arm or whatever, or just on the cushion or on the top of the couch or on the top of the refrigerator. And then they're just like, no, that's like they don't want to be petted. Or if they walk away from you, it's like, I don't I don't need that attention either. I'm not that needy. You're not that needy. That's great. You know, walk around, do your own thing. Just don't piss on the floor. Because that cat shit, cat piss smells pretty bad. It's pungent. It's nasty. But the joy that animals can bring you uh, is a very, very good thing. You just want to, like, give them a good life. And uh, they enhance your life. It's like a, it's like a tenfold, you know, it's a mutual agreement between us and pets. Dogs can be pretty fucking ruthless, though. Some dogs, some breeds, perhaps, uh, perhaps the upbringing, of course, I'm sure has something to do with it. Anywho. Yeah, so I was saying, yeah, like the four or five times that I've died. No, not I, I didn't die, but almost died. Uh, it's like this close away from just like skating, skating past death, you know, on some fucking rollerblades. But I'm going so fast, death can't catch me for those moments. Um, yeah, man, a lot of little stupid, crazy stories like traveling around the world. Um, not really the world, just the United States of America for work. I've been in self-employed for almost, uh, for more, most of my working career than I have been employed by somebody else. Um, yeah, man, a lot of shit. So I'm not going to ramble any further. Um, if anybody wants to send me $2,000, I'm going to take 200 of that and buy t-shirts because uh, I need I need t-shirts. I was wearing the same shirts that I was wearing last week, very uh, completely unintentionally. But I looked at the last episode and I feel like I feel like I've worn this on an episode. So I look back. It was the last one last week. Uh, so I had to change my shirt real quick just so I don't look like a bum. So I'll spend two hundred dollars of that on t-shirts, and then I'll take the other eighteen hundred dollars and I will upgrade equipment and get some better get some better stuff. I get some get some neons. I'll produce a dandemonium sign. 
So I think I have an idea for a sign that I want to do, which is really cool. And I'm really excited about it. Add a little bit of lighting here and there and just uh, keep growing this. And I will show you receipts. So you send me two grand. I will show you receipts. Uh, thank you very much for checking out the Danimonium podcast once again and getting through episode 47. Hope you guys have a great rest of the weekend. Have a good week. I hope to see you by next Wednesday or this coming Wednesday, which is the 5th of October. We're into October now. How is that? How fun is that? How fast did September go? Uh, anywho, thank you very much again. Hope to uh, catch back with you on the 5th and see you then. Keep listening.